0: on the you know know Hello, and welcome back to- Part two of the how to grow and scale your online coaching business. Oh, this is the container where I have spoken so damn much about all of the bits and pieces that allowed me to grow and scale my online coaching business. And I really, really, really leave nothing off the table. Like I go into so much depth and detail. You will be completely blown away by that. And that has been the feedback as well from a lot of you guys around, um, this, this kind of podcast series and the masterclass itself. So many people have messaged me saying, holy shit, I got so much out of that. Um, and you know, it, it, it is, it, you do get a lot out of it. I cannot, I cannot tell a lie. So I'm so excited to be sharing this with you guys today. Um, this is part two of the two part series. And next week we will be back to regular programming, AKA having a few guests lined up Um, and having a lot of juicy content come through to be able to support you in all of your manifestation journeys. So yeah, I'm really excited to allow you to come through into this space. The one thing that I will say right now, straight off the bat is that I am taking on one-to-one Mindset clients, one one on one mindset client, and a couple of one on one business coaching clients. If you have, if you are yet to uh, send me a DM about that and you're wanting to grow and scale your own coaching business, then now is the time. Now is seriously the time to be doing so. This is such an expensive container. I have two options the one month container and the four month container. And my clients have been able to scale from a month of revenue to be able to scale up to 42, now working on 50. Um, I have had also uh, other clients have more engagement on their Instagram and their social media platforms than ever before. Uh, People just coming through, honestly, a lot more people coming through into their spaces and feeling a lot more lit up and inspired by their businesses posting more offerings, doing the damn thing. And it has been such a beautiful ride as well. So if you're wanting support around this and you wanting to grow and scale, and you're wanting big results in your business that are sort of un- indescribable, right? They're like massive. They're these huge expansive exp- experiences. Then make sure that you definitely send me a DM on Instagram at Laura Grady with two Ys. And we can have a discussion about if business coaching is the right fit for you and the same with mindset coaching, there is a link down below for you to be able to apply. Cause I am taking a couple of mindset clients on, on as well. And what I also suggest for you guys to do, especially for those of you who have been really interested, in building a lot more emotional intelligence and really being able to hold your nervous systems, keep your eyes peeled over my Instagram over the next couple of days, because I am launching something super fucking special and super fucking expensive that is really going to help you guys with taking care of your nervous system so that you can reach the new heights that you want to reach. So I love you loads. I will speak to you soon and enjoy the podcast episode. Let's go into strategy and the backend systems. Anyway, make sure you take notes here. Take fucking notes or somebody who's in the comment section, write down the things that I'm saying and share them because you're going to want to come back to them and come back to this live as well as many times that you need to. So strategy backend systems. Now, I believe that in the early stages of running a business, having a niche can be really helpful and powerful for you to be able to be clear and concise in what it is that you're offering. So having a bit of a niche, aka knowing who it is that you're working with, knowing what it is that makes them tick, knowing their dreams, knowing the, the biggest problems that come up in their lives, knowing what your niche is or the kinds of people that you want to be working with is really important. Now, do I think that you can have a couple of different ideal clients? 100%. 100%. Do I think that you can be working in lots of different areas? 100%. I work in mindset, coaching, right? And energetics, all those bits and pieces. And I work in business. I do both. I only do one. Uh, I like to do both, but I, at the beginning, you know, I made sure I labeled myself, labeled myself as like an anxiety coach. I remember i labeled myself as a, it was like mindset, self-love. I've done confidence, empowerment. I've done all of those bits and pieces to be able to be so that when someone thinks of, okay, I need help with confidence. Oh, I have a friend who actually coaches people on that. Oh, I know somebody who does anxiety stuff. Um, yeah, let me show you, right. Rather than like being a jack of all trades and a master of none. Now. What I will say is that for those of you who are still trying to figure out what your niche is and you don't actually know where you want to go with that, if you're in the early stages of your business, that's totally okay. Experiment, play, trust, and then also know when you want to start to hone in. And my thing is like whatever you have struggled with most in your life, that's typically what we tend to lean on when it comes to a niche in general anyway. Um, Yeah, so delving deep into one can really help. But at the same time, is it the only way? No. For manifesting generators, do I always suggest that? Not really, right? But it really depends on how you operate. If you're okay to be an expert in a couple of different spaces, in a couple of different areas, and you know what you stand for, you know your ideal clients in each of those spaces, fantastic. Don't fucking worry about a niche, right? Don't worry about, you know, having one particular thing that you do. But if it's something that you really tend to struggle with, then that's when I would suggest actually spending a bit more time on delving into one particular niche. So I, the way that I operate things and what helped me was niching down early in the beginning. What helped me later on was opening up the niche and actually having a niche for each different offering. Right, And so what this means is that I would go into each different offering and I'm going to talk a little bit about the questions that I would ask myself and I'm going to kind of, I can't share my screen, but the questions that I would ask myself, we're going more into this when you guys, um, for those of you who joined the content reset, I'm going into this in depth. I'm going into how to position yourself as a brand, how to kind of look into your social media a hell of a lot more so that you're able to grow and to ditch all of that comparisonitis bullshit as well. So for me, identifying my ideal client was really understanding, okay, well, who is the person that I want to work with? Who is this ideal person? So the ideal client, the things that I would ask is what is the age of this person, right? If you are working with students, that's also going to inform your pricing. If you are working with people who are working part time, it's probably going to inform the level of pricing that you're having right? So knowing who your client is also gives you the opportunity to price your offerings accordingly. You know, this next program, this, the the content reset that, you know, um, is being sent out to you guys over the next little while. There is a reason why I have priced it at the point that I have, because I want it to be a reset. And I also know that there's going to be a lot of people who are at the early stages of their business, right? They're in the early stages of growing it. It's going to be people who want that reset, right? And so the price is is it's priced accordingly. It's priced accordingly to the fact that I can hold a lot of people in that container as well. Cause it's only a couple of weeks. So it's priced accordingly based off of the ideal client that you're working with. And if you know who this person is, oh my God, you are set up for success. Um, so looking at what they most desire in life, if you had a magic wand, And you could give them exactly what they wanted in terms of the connection to themselves, the connection to other people, in terms of how they felt about themselves. What would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that be like, right? And getting really fucking granular on that. For example, you know, with with the people who are gonna be joining the content reset, I'm just like giving you guys examples that are firstly, first coming to my head, right? Those who are doing that, they want to feel like they're creative and confident in their content again, and they want to ditch comparing themselves to other people, right? They want to feel creative and they want to feel like they can be confident because they have the strategy to back it, but they also have a fuck ton of mindset support and energetic support to help them get to where they want to go. Therefore, that's what their dream is to be able to grow their business, to be able to expand in so many fucking different ways and really to feel really quite confident about it all. So therefore that's how it's, that's how it's, um, you know, kind of structured. The next piece is asking yourself, do they have limiting beliefs Do these people? What is it that they believe? Right. Or even understanding if you work in shadows and you work with, um, you know, shadow selves and you work with shadow work, what are the shadows that come up for these people? How do they speak to themselves? What does their day look like, right? Are they nice to themselves? Are they beat up on themselves? Is, there, is their self-talk fucking horrific? If their self-talk is horrific, okay, there's a talking point. There's even a content point for you. So understanding what are their current beliefs about life? If they believe that, you know, they can manifest what they want. Are they a believer in spirituality? Are they not? Um, and where, where are the most of their limiting beliefs in regard to? Are they in regard to the world, themselves, their job, their relationships? their worth as a human being, and nine times out of 10, a lot of the work that coaches tend to do will shift the way that you feel about yourself. For example, if you're a fitness coach, right, or if you work in the fitness space, or you're a coach in that kind of area, not fitness necessarily, but like a strength coach or whatever it might be, your ideal client probably wants to feel strong and feel confident in their bodies, right? If they could wave a magic wand, they could banish binge eating, yo-yo dieting, all that kind of bullshit to be able to feel really strong and empowered. Like they can tackle the world, they can tackle weights, but also more than that, they feel like they they look in the mirror and they like what they see. That's probably what they're eventually working towards. So knowing who this person is, and that might be you know, really me scratching the surface of who they are, but again, knowing who this person is, is really important. I have worked through this sort of stuff with a lot of my one-on-ones and my goodness, it has fucking changed the game for them. Um, you know, Understanding what's their current attitude toward life, where do they hang out the most, I hate to say it, but for some of you guys, you are not utilizing the the app of TikTok nearly enough because you're afraid of being seen. If that is you, babe, you could have joined the content reset (laughs) because this is going to help you get a lot more confident in showing up as well. But asking yourself, where do they hang out? If you're working with like perhaps the Gen Z population, they're probably on TikTok a lot. They might not necessarily be on Instagram as much. If you're working with people who are perhaps a little bit older and they're not even really on Instagram that much, they might be on Facebook. Therefore, okay, that's a platform where I have to really put my time and my energy and effort into. It might be if you're working with a lot of leaders, right? Or if you're working with professionals, they might be on LinkedIn. Okay, babe, there you go. Go on LinkedIn, right? This gives you an indication of like, okay, where can where is my strategy best housed? Um, where do they consume this information? What form is best for them? I tend to find that a lot of my clients will either consume a lot of like the swipey content where I'm writing something, Um, or they like to consume reels. They like to consume short, snappy, sweet content that is easy to digest. What do you guys notice about your ideal clients? I'm really curious to hear, because I have a couple different ones. I have my ideal clients who are my mindset clients, because again, I continue to do this mindset work, and then I have my business clients, and sometimes it's similar in terms of like where they're consuming their information as well. I also find that a lot of my ideal clients read emails. Like I have like a 50% open rate for my emails. So I tend to send out emails as well. They like to consume podcasts. This is really helpful for me to recognize and understand too. Well on a on a strategic level I had to struct structure my day. We've spoken about this before, but structuring Voxer check-ins. Three times a day I check in with Voxa. Um structuring my sales process and my client journey. So I'm gonna talk about the client journey and this client journey that I take people through. And whenever this is landing by the way guys make sure that you comment it right because i love to see the comments i love to know um yeah guidance readings reels and videos amazing i love to know that this is landing this is hitting that you're taking something away from this um and you're also taking notes on this as well so just make sure if it's landing if it's hitting comment it i want to hear it even if you're watching the replay comment it we want to hear about it um so for example for a structure i like to have structures in the back end systems right i have structures for how i set up a program the questions that I ask myself so that I have a really good strong marketing plan, a lot of the stuff that I um, kind of teach you guys. And this again, helps me as a manifesting generator, somebody who is very much in my vibes and feels and loves to trust that strategy. It helps me ground myself to be able to actually put it out there because I tend to find a lot of manifesting generators have like 550 ideas, but nothing ever gets fucking done because they don't have the strategy and the structure to back them and to support them putting things out there. So I really structure things. I really have like a really amazing, solid conversation with myself. Um, and I have a conversation with myself of like, okay, how can I help um, you know, these clients and, and structuring these days as well? So I have automation set up as well. Um, I'm kind of gonna go back into the sales after I talk about social media, sales and money, cause I think that it all kind of ties in. Uh, yeah, huge, 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 huge. So I structure my day. I structure the back end systems to be able to support myself and make sure that I actually get things out there. If I have an idea, I like to write it down, right? How many times have you guys had an idea and you don't fucking write it down and then you never do anything about it? If you have an idea, action it, but have back end systems to support you in being able to action it, or have a coach where you can talk about it and you can start to action it together, right? Making sure that you have that is really important. So I have automation set up as well. I know what my structure is for sales. For example, I have an application form for one-on-one. I have a legitimate client step-by-step journey of what happens when somebody comes into my space, right? I have it on a Google doc. I can't share it with you right now, but I can tell you what it is. So for example, uh, I'm going to tell you about the business stuff, right? When somebody inquires to work with me on a business level, they will typically DM me because my business stuff gets really sold out quite quickly. I think I only have one space available for October. If you want to work on business one-on-one, fucking talk send me a message after this and we can have a chat about it um but basically someone will send me a dm and they will ask me hey laura i'm interested in working with you on a business level one-to-one for me when this happens i i always like to ask myself okay this i need to have a client journey and a flow so that i know what is required and needed to be able to have clients come into my space if you don't have a system set up don't tell me that you're going to feel comfortable to just figure it out when a client comes along probably not going to fucking happen Probably not gonna happen, right? If you don't have some sort of a system, AKA, you know the response that you're going to have in the DM, or you have some sort of an email set up so that when somebody does apply, you have a rough structure on how you're going to respond to them. Now, I'm not saying you have the same blanket statement every single time somebody inquires. That to me would feel icky. I like to kind of tweak things based off of the person that I'm talking with. But you need to have something, right? You need to have, um, you know, a a payment system set up. You need to make sure that you have uh, an agreement form, a legal form for you. I I would suggest for early coaches, Legal123 is a great website to set up, um, really easy to manage. And again, these are the the tips and tricks no one's gonna fucking tell you about. So I really wanna talk about it. Um, So for me, the client journey and flow for a business client, they DM me, they ask me, okay, hey Laura, I'm really interested. For me, the way that I like to have a sales conversation, I like to realize that it's a conversation with sales If anyone's telling you it's a sale because you need to get money in it, blah, 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 blah. That's a very masculine bro type culture when it comes to sales. For me, I look at this like it is a conversation of can I help this person? Is this somebody that is aligned with my ideal client type? Are they are they willing to do the work? And how can I have this conversation? Because I want to get to know them. If I speak to you in a sales conversation, before I let you sign up to something, especially one-on-one, I want to get to know you. In the past, I haven't needed to do that. Um, And when it comes to mindset clients, I have them fill out a a form because I've worked with so many people that I know the kinds of answers that are going to come through, that are going to make sure that um, this person's willing to do the work. And I have the right questions to ask them. Another piece when it comes to mindset for me is I have telltale signs if somebody is not the right fit, right? So I have this setup, AKA an application form. You guys can check it out. You can even start to fucking model your own application form off of mine. I don't care if you do that, do that if you want to do that. Um, But in that application form, if somebody is giving me one word answers, I have to reach out to them and make sure I have a conversation with them via DM. I'm not just going to take on a client that I haven't really got an answer from. If they're giving me one word answers or only giving me a couple of sentences, I usually think to myself, I don't know if this person is right to work with me because I care more about getting somebody a result than, you know, obviously having the money come through. The money come through is amazing, but you want to make sure that this is an aligned client, somebody who's good and going to be great to work with you. So that's really, really important for me to have set up. But when it comes to, you know, the business side of things, someone will send me a DM. I like to have a beautiful, loving sales conversation with them, AKA, hey, lovely. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit, a little bit about your goals. Cause I have a one month offering, which is around three K and then I have a four month offering, which is about 10 K or 10 and a half, depending on, um, you know, the the kind of stuff that you're doing. And I like to have a conversation. I'm happy to send you some information, but I would love you for you to tell me a little bit about yourself what it is that you're looking to create your goals, all those bits and pieces that we can really get to know one another and feel if this is a line fit. Now, for me, when I work with a business client, I'm fucking all in. So I really want to hear their voice before I take them on other coaches are not like that. That's not to say that their way is wrong, but for me, this is just what feels best, (laughs) right? And I am not about to shit on anyone else's process. This is just what feels best for me. And this might feel good for you as well. This is something I struggle with turning away clients who aren't aligned. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also like, you know, referring them on to people that you know about, right? I refer people, if I have a conversation with somebody for business and they tell me their goals and I go, I don't really think that I'm right for them or I don't really think that they're the right client for me, I I have a network of psychologists. I have somatic therapists that I send them to. I have other coaches that I send them to. I have lots of different people that I send them to. So it's really important to go, okay, if it's not the right fit, I will send you elsewhere. I've had sales conversations over the phone by the way, this is gonna be really helpful if you ever do sales conversations over the phone. This is like a connection call, right? We gotta stop treating sales calls or sales conversations like they are this big, bad, scary thing. You're speaking to a fucking human being, and every single time somebody pays you, they are getting what they want. People are like, oh my god, sales are so scary, blah blah blah. They want you to change their fucking life. When they pay you, they're paying you because they're getting what they want. They're getting somebody who's gonna help them change their life. Is this landing for you guys right now? Because this was like a game changer for me to realize, oh my God, yeah, like this is actually helping people. It's not a bad thing. This is really helping people. So if this is an aligned fit, fantastic. This is gonna fucking change their life. Change my mind. Change my whole life. Um, so yeah, I would set in the conversations over the phone, hey, so excited to get to know you, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, I'm really excited to let, you know, to have a conversation with you, just to let you know what this conversation is all about is basically getting to know who you are, getting to know what it is that you, um, are trying to achieve. If this is aligned, fantastic. By the end of this call, we'll set up a payment plan or we'll have a conversation about payment and I'll send you out an agreement form and we'll start to get to, you know, we'll, we'll go and move together. Um, if this is not in alignment, that's totally okay. Um, and I will actually point you in the right direction. <laughs> right, I'll actually just point you in the right direction. I'll point you in the direction of someone who can help you. And I like to ask for permission is this okay with you? Does this feel good for you? Right, setting from the outset that we're going to be talking about money at the end of this. If you're in this, you're going to be working with me, right? And you're going to have to probably put some payment down. So they know what to expect. It's not like you get to the end of the call and you're like, say, so, do you want to put payment down? And again, sales is a whole different conversation. I work with this a lot with my one on one clients um so much with my one-on-one clients and a little bit in other group programs as well but it's you know it's really important to have these sorts of structures in place so that you know what to expect right you know the kinds of questions that you want to ask these people not just like let's just feel into it who fucking knows blah 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 like yuck that doesn't feel good to me I'm a deeply spiritual person But I also need structure and clarity so I can continue to show up and do my business and to continue to make the impact that I wanna make. So in terms of like a one-on-one business inquiry, I will have a conversation with them. Hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. In the notes in my phone, I also have a blanket statement structure of what one-on-one entails, uh, the investment points, what is required, X, Y, Z. I have everything written down. So any of you guys who are my one-on-one clients or have inquired about one-on-one coaching before, you will have seen this basic, like, I'll be, I will respond to you probably by voicemail, but I'll also send you this blanket statement. This saves me time. This is a strategic piece that is going to save you a fuck ton of time. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> so I'm trying to make it, like, perfectly so that it's going to land for them and they're going to want to work with me and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Have structures in place so that it's going to support you and help you grow and scale. Because again, somebody who's a CEO and has a fuck ton of people that they're working with, they don't have time to rewrite a message every single time somebody inquires. That is exhausting. If I did that every single time I got an inquiry via DM, bitch, I would not have any clients. I'm just going to be real. (laughs) I would not have any clients. So this is really, really important to look into. Um, Yeah, give them somewhere else to go. Yeah, mind blown. I'm glad that this is helping. Again, I'm telling you all the secrets here. I'm going into depth, right? So then after they've said, yes, this is what I want to do. What needs to happen next? Collect email address, collect first payment, sign agreement form, gain their address. I like to send my one-on-ones um, for business a little gift. But my big thing with this is to know what is the next logical steps? What are my boundaries around this as well? What boundaries do I need to communicate? Hey, I don't let you book in your first session and this is my boundary. You don't get to book in sessions until you've made your first month's payment, or if you're going to pay up front until you've made a payment, you can't book in a session. I'm not going to send you the link until you've paid. It's fair. And then after that is that is um, received, what is now needed? Welcome email, booking links to be able to book everything. Um, for me, it's organising the start date of flowers. If we've been working, you know, if they're a new one-on-one client, I like to give them flowers. Set up a Google doc. I like to have Google docs for all of my business clients so that anytime we go through structure and strategy, it's actually written in there for them. Or if they want me to go over things, it's actually written there for them. Um, ensuring that they have a way to be able to offboard, AKA have a conversation. Hey, how did you go with this experience? Did you enjoy this experience? Do you want to resign? If this is a conversation reminding them of when the container ends, all those bits and pieces. So I have like a full client journey of what it's like when somebody comes into my space, the process that they will go through so that I never have to worry. I never have to worry that I'm going to forget something that I'm going to fuck something up um, because I have a process and a sales structure that's in place. So let me know if this is landing for you. And if you're going, holy shit, right? Like I can start to kind of get a little bit more clear on what my process is knowing, all right, I need to have a legal structure in place. AKA, you know, I use Adobe sign. Um, you can use other things that are so much easier aka having a payment system or like a payment link that you can set up previously when i was in the early stages of my business people used to send me bank transfers i'm not even kidding um whereas now i have payment systems in place and i have for the last couple of years Uh, i also have payment systems where if, if someone's in a long payment plan i like to set up automated invoices so i don't forget that they haven't paid right and i've had an accountant do this in the past stripe is a great place to be able to take card payments um or if you use something else that's totally fine kajabi's helpful as well yeah it's so fucking huge it's really big it's really really big to be able to see how things are run and also my client structure for those of you who are going to join the content reset is vastly different for you you've probably just got a welcome email immediately after you've signed up it's going to be different <laughs> it's going to be different um so setting up those things are really important Having an accountant to be able to support me with all of this has been really huge. So I used to get really freaked out about how much tax I would have to put away. I just started putting away whatever came in. I'd put away away around like 20 to 25%, right? And that way I knew that I would always have enough money to pay my tax because 10% is GST usually, um, and then, you know, depending on the tax bracket that you're in, if you have a company formation, it's r- roughly around 31 to 33% of whatever comes in, goes back out, just depending on, you know, there's lots of different structures, I'm not an accountant, but this is something that really helped me, was just having these structures set up so that I was prepared on, an, on a masculine level, uh, a financial level to know, okay, this is what needs to happen. Don't get me wrong, when you start investing in coaches and all that kind of stuff, if you're working with an accountant, that will also help you realize, where you you might not be paying as much tax as what you think you need to you know having expenses is actually quite a good thing in the business it's not necessarily a bad thing you'll hear a lot of like really multiple six and seven figure coaches talking about investing in coaching um there's a reason why we do that it helps us expand but also on top of that you know it's it, we we do want to have expenses in the business and and, and putting sp- expenses in the business is helpful um, so working with somebody to help you understand this is really helpful. Uh, but you can also Google a lot of this stuff, right? Like the tax department wants to help you. Um, there are accounting places, there's so so many, so many resources where you can learn more about this sort of stuff as well. Um, so social media. Uh, big thing I want to go into, and I'm also very mindful of the time, and I've talked about sales now because we went through that process. We're going to talk about money and social media, all of these pieces as well. Let me know if this is landing and if this is hitting for you guys too. If this is hitting, let me know. I've seen like my um, phone starting to go off with some of you guys who have been um, basically joining the content reset, which is awesome. I'm very excited for you guys who are joining it. Uh, and I haven't even spoken about it yet, so that's amazing. But we're going to talk about a little bit, a little bit about social media as well. So social media, again, like I said before, your best isn't as great as you think it is. Uh, the best piece of content that you've ever put out there is not the best that you think it is. It's not the greatest that you've ever thought. You th- you might think it's a lot better than what it is, and your worst is not that bad either. Yeah, totally fine, babe. Your worst is not that bad. Your brand. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. So some of you guys think right now, I don't know about you, but when I first started coaching or in the early stages, I used to think like everything had to be really pretty and look really good and had to have like a very pretty aligned structure in the way that everything looked. Um, and I needed to have like a really proper professional website and all those bits and pieces. And if I didn't have any of that, then I wasn't legit. Um, I'm sorry to say it, but your brand is not just your fucking colors. It's not the colors that you've decided to use. It is, how people remember you and how people position you and place you in their minds when they don't see your stuff that's what it is (laughs) i need you guys to remember and realize that the kinds of content that you're putting out there is going to be really important But on top of that, like who you are as a being and how you hold yourself and the kind of things that you talk about is also really important and it all influences your brand and it all influences how people receive you. It is not just pretty fucking colors. It's not just pretty colors. If it was just pretty colors, I would tell you it was just pretty colors, but it's not. It's just not, it's just not. So uh, making sure that you invest a lot of time and energy and effort into actually producing really great content that lands and hits and being more consistent is really helpful. So, you know, for me, I have some like structures of like different posts and the way that they look and I kind of know how it's going to look based off of that. Um, I have done a lot of branding in the past. I'm in a process and in a moment in my business right now where I'm like, hmm, yeah, I'm playing with it. I don't know, (laughs) I'm deciding. Attacks just through my graphic design stuff in the bin to do what feels right. Amazing Shelby, yeah, this is, and it's huge. You need to, we need to be doing this. We need to be doing this so really really important the brand is how you people remember you when it comes to social media you're going to be shit scared about showing up you're going to be overwhelmed it's especially and and if you think you have no content ideas the question that i want to ask you is when you are for example watching one of your clients who is doing something and they have had a major problem in a certain area and you've helped them break through it because of xyz reason and then you come to me and you say, "I don't have any content ideas." I'm like, "You fucking do! You have a million content ideas. You're just not looking at your life. You're not looking at the conversations that you're having with people. You're not looking at um, things that you have been breaking through personally, and you're not using these for social media." And it's and of course, we don't want to use people's experiences and like basically talk about pe- people's experiences in that kind of a way of like you know sharing something that's so uh, so personal. But we do wanna be using experiences and conversations that we have to inform our content. And that's a really, really, really big thing. Really big piece here is to be consistent and recognizing and realizing that you are gonna feel overwhelmed. Sometimes the content is going to be overwhelming. It's gonna bring all all of your shit up to the surface. Um, And it's really important to allow yourself and to give yourself the ability to reset your energy and reset your relationship to social media. If you hate social media, no shit clients probably aren't gonna come through with it. We need to start to love it. We need to start to love what it gives to us. We need to start to shift the relationship that we have to social media. We need to shift the relationships that we have to ourselves as leaders to make sure that we have Clients come through and we're putting out content that really means a lot to us. And you do have a lot of client client uh, content ideas based off of the experiences that you have each and every day, the things that you have learned. And even if you just sat down for a while and looked at "Hmm, what do I actually value? You'll have a million fucking content ideas. I can almost guarantee you will have a million of them. So uh, practice. All of that is really important. If you're scared of showing up on camera, babe. I'm just going to be really, really honest with you. The content reset is for you. If you feel uncomfortable showing up, showing your face, putting yourself out there, putting your real thoughts, your real opinions out there, then it is time to get yourself into the content reset because that is all around this. Um, The next piece is again, (laughs) anyone here who really struggles to show up with their faces and like how they look, does anybody struggle with this? I would love to know if you can let me know if you struggle with like, oh, but what happens if I don't look good? Or what happens if this is a bad angle or it's a bad photo or a bad video of me? My body doesn't look great, blah, 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 I struggled with this initially. I used to get really uncomfortable. Like even right now I'm looking at my own face and because it's like it like the Facebook lives flippy face, so your face looks different. Um, and so like, it doesn't look the way that you would see yourself it can be jarring like in the early stages of all of this. So let me know if you ever have a problem with like how you think you look on social media and wanting to look perfect and therefore wanting to have your makeup perfectly done and wanting to, you know, have the perfect filter on and wanting to look amazing and look like this and look like that. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So this is happening for a few of you. My biggest thing that helped me, yeah, face dysmorphia, (laughs) the biggest thing that helped me with all of this was to realize that every angle of my face was gorgeous every angle of my body was totally fine. And if I was going to be the embodiment of helping women support themselves in all of this process and to be able to look at themselves through different lens, I had to fucking get out of my own head when it came to the way that I looked. I had to shift it. I have to shift it, right? Because you'll see so much of my content is when I'm in my fucking PJs or I've just rolled out of bed, right? Or not even just rolled out of bed. I've just finished up um, at the gym or I've, you know, I've been sick. Like i filmed reels i think i'll post one today where i was literally in a hoodie right and we get to post from that place as well because they're not perfect human beings and honestly our ideal clients don't want to see us always looking perfect they don't care about us always looking perfect yeah always also work as a makeup artist so i get really conflicted absolutely but also it's it's important for us to sharpen our own confidence and to also realize that every angle of us is amazing so this was really huge for me to realize. And once I started realizing that, I just started showing up way more. And if I fumbled my words, if I fucked it up, like I posted a real, a couple of weeks ago where I had food in my teeth, I'm not even kidding. And I was like, but what I'm saying is so good. I think it's so powerful and so impactful that I am just gonna post it anyway. I didn't look the most glamorous I've ever looked, but I don't give a fuck, right? My job here is to share the message. Now, don't get me wrong. You don't want to always, you know, be, be not feeling your best. And if you don't, if you feel your best when you're dressed up, fantastic, do that, do more of that. But if you're only ever posting when you look amazing, there's a problem. We have to have a chat and you need a content reset to shift the way that you view yourself, but also to shift the way that you relate to social media and to content, because it is, it's going to, it's going to have to change. It has to change to stop comparing yourself to every other person. So consistency, again, is really great early on. Everyone has a different pace of what feels good to them in terms of social media, but being consistent in your niche, knowing who you're talking to, knowing the language that you're speaking to with all of these clients is very, very, very important. Understanding your ideal client is very, very important early on being as consistent as you can. And it's really important to recognize that the best strategy ever is the one that you can be consistent with. So if that means that you can post seven times a day, post fucking seven times a day. If that means that you can't post seven times a day, don't post seven times a day. It means that you can post once a week, post once a week. If you're only posting once or twice a week or only a couple of times a week and you're not posting on your stories and you're not showing up, the content reset is 100% for you. Because again, we're going to be looking into all the places where there is content where you didn't even realize we're going to be finding content. We're going to be knowing how to speak to our ideal client in places where you didn't even fucking realize. So you're going to have a lot out of that. You're going to get so much out of that. So being consistent is really important. Different pace is okay. During different seasons of your business, it's going to be okay. I have a beautiful relationship with my business where I know that if I don't show up 24/7, that it's still, the clients are still gonna come through. I trust in the energetics that people still wanna work with me. People are still gonna find my stuff. Even if I have gone through a really difficult time, you know, and I, I had a miscarriage and I went through a really difficult time, I trusted and knew that a lot of people were still gonna show up. I had about five inquiries that week, two clients have signed on. You know, it gets to happen. People get to still come through. However, consistency, especially early on, is really key. And doing what you can to create that consistency so you're building a connection and a um, a really beautiful conversation and a connection with these clients is going to be really helpful and really powerful. Language. Oh my God, language is massive. People do not give a fuck if you can help them. They want a result. If you're always talking about your process of how you're going to help them and the different ways you're taking people through things and blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. They don't really give a fuck about that. They just want to make sure that they get a result. So shift from this whole place of like, oh, you know, this is how I do it. And this is why it's blah, 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 blah. It's important for people to know why your service is different to everybody else's. Absolutely. Right, but they don't really care if you can help. They know a million people can help them, but they want to know if you if you can get them a result. That's the biggest thing here, right? It's so important for them to know this and realize this. So we've talked about social media again. I'm launching the content reset. So the content reset is essentially a two week program. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about money in a minute as well, but I just want to mention this to you. You would have received an email. You would have had the um, uh, Facebook post that has gone out already. But the content reset is helping you go from content comparisonitis to cultivating clarity and confidence with social media. So it's essentially an entire energetic and strategic reset on the way that you've been showing up with your content to be able to be a, little more, a lot more carefree and take a lot more messy and perfect action. So it's really helpful for those of you who are feeling de- flat and deflated and a little bit overwhelmed by your content and you're wanting to step into this space of feeling really confident and being able to share your message with clarity and have that message turn into having clients come through as well, right? And you guys know, even in this, you know, masterclass that has been totally for free, I have not stopped myself from sharing all of the fucking insights and the niggles that most people won't share. I go into depth with all of this, so make sure if you're feeling the pull that you definitely join along. Um, so the next piece and the final piece that we're going to be talking about. I know I've been talking for a very, very long time. If there are any questions that you have right now, guys, my suggestion is to start to roll them through. If you have questions for clarity on anything that I've gone through, start to roll them through. But the next piece is money. If you have a bad relationship to money and the energy of money, it's very hard to run a business because you have to handle money as part of being a business owner. When you work for somebody else, somebody else handles the money to bring the money into your world, right? Or you might be one of the people who handles the money to make sure that people are getting paid and they're being taken care of. If you have a fucked up relationship to money, it's going to influence how you price your offers it's going to influence how you feel about your offers and it's going to influence a lot of things about offers right it's also going to influence your willingness and your ability to show up if you have a bad relationship with money and you reach a certain money cap aka you feel comfortable receiving fifty thousand dollars a year from your business if you reach that cap you'll start to sabotage anyone else who's coming through oh no no i've got enough clients i'm fine Right? If you have a bad relationship to money, it's going to leak in and it's going to filter into the ways in which you're showing up on social media. It's going to stop you from showing up as well. Um, also, it's going to stop and shift the way that you essentially uh allow people to come through. I, when I first started working in this space, I had a fucking terrible relationship with money. The first year, oh my god, babe, like I cannot even begin to describe to you how bad my relationship with money was. Also, if anyone can relate to this, please, 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 please type it. And I work on money stuff a lot in the, um, in, in leadership codes, which is a course that I run. Um, so my relationship was so bad that when I first started, I'm not even kidding when I say this, I, if somebody didn't pay and they, and they weren't like being consistent in paying, I still would let them have sessions booked in. Like I literally didn't even have that boundary. I would be so scared to chase people up for money. I would let people default on their payments and be like, oh, you know, it happens, right? And and not really like stand true in my boundaries. And it's important to recognize that we're here to help people, but we're also here to run a business and it's okay to make money, right? I like to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. That's okay, I'm also here to help people and to grow and expand. And when people are paying you, they are getting what they want. I know that as I receive that, it feels fucking delicious, right? But I also know you're getting what you want to. So shifting and healing your relationship to money is going to be a massive fucking game changer. Investing in coaches, massive fucking game changer. They're going to hold up the mirror for you all the time. And they're also going to mind blow you with the whole stuff, all of your relationship and your ideals and your self-worth around money, around your business or the ego blocks they're going to fucking blow up all of that shit too so investing in coaches making sure that you are also investing in courses to help you get to where you want to go really important but then making sure that when people are coming through to you that you are pricing things at a point price point that feels good to you and comfortable to you but also looking at your relationship to money as well Huge, 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 huge and your relationship to money does have to shift and you will know that you have a bad relationship to money is if every single time you spend money on yourself or you put money toward your business, you feel uncomfortable, it feels icky, it feels gross, you will know if you have a bad relationship to money if you clutch onto it for dear life and therefore you don't take big steps in your business. Like if you're, uh, I'm not going to say that thing online because what happens if somebody, one of my clients gets upset and then, you know, and then they're going to want to leave me and then I'm not going to have any money and no income coming through. If we're so clutching on to all of this and we also have to look at our relationship to money as well, really, really huge. This was a big, big, big barrier that I had to work through. Once I worked through it, I felt so much fucking better and way more money started coming through in ways that I didn't even expect, right? More inquiries are coming through because on an energetic level, Whatever you believe can come through, whatever you're open and you're willing to receive will come through, right? So if you have a shit relationship to money, you're open and available for people defaulting, right? When you ha- if when you believe that no, no one's ever going to come through, you're open and available to not having clients come through into your space. So really important to be working on all of these beliefs, these systems that we have in place, the shadows that come up around all of this as well. Um, Question, I feel as though 99% of my followers are friends and family who don't really know slash understand what I do or don't really give a fuck. They just want to be supportive. I know we can't make people understand us, but how do we begin getting a warmer audience? Sharing, sharing really honestly, and also looking at who that ideal client is, who they are and where they're hanging out. Are they hanging out on Instagram? fantastic are they hanging out on reels because i know right now that the the content that people are getting the most most reach with is reels it's there's no and it's not to say that other stuff can't work it's just reels are getting a lot more traction right and if you feel like they're not really kind of showing up or you're not getting enough traction or whatever it might be i really strongly would suggest joining the content reset because right now strategically there'll be a lot of stuff going on that we can tweak And energetically, there'll be a lot of stuff going on that we can tweak as well to be able to support you to have a much warmer audience come through. You'd be surprised, though, how many people that you know in your network that will eventually become your client. Do you know how many people I know through my partner that I know through um, not even just my partner, but I've known through like school people I went to fucking school with people that have, I I have friends with, I'm friends with, and then they send a person through to me, right? So having these people in your audience is not necessarily a bad thing. And it's trusting the energetics that that your message is going to get start to get shared in different places, right? But if we have an irritating understanding around content and what it actually does and the ability to be able to grow our businesses, then we, we really need to look at that. So yeah, my suggestion is to ask yourself, where are these people hanging out and who is my ideal client and how can I make sure that the language that I'm speaking to them is actually fucking kidding, right? So important, so important. So anyway, we've come to the end of this masterclass, which is super exciting. And you know, I'm, I love that there was a content question, right? As we're kind of moving into, you know, <laughs> launching a course all around fucking content. And so, there basically, I, I, I wanted to share as much as I possibly could in this container, and in this space, so that you guys can get so much fucking out of this. And I also want to be able to support so many of you too. But I know for some of you guys right now, the journey is not done, right? For many of you making sure that you have a a different relationship to social media to your strategy with social media Um, but also to how you feel toward yourself as a human being needs to fucking shift. I have no doubt, right? And the reason why I say this is because I work with one-on-one clients and this is something that we talk about all the time, all the time. So the content reset is essentially a two week long container and it is a group coaching program. There are five sessions. We're going into strategy, specific strategy, not just me talking to camera. There's also going to be slideshows. There's going to be lots of different bits and pieces. So you have a lot to take home with you. To be able to help you from going from content comparison, AKA being stuck in a fucking, in the doom scrolling. Anyone here doom scrolls? We just like, oh my God, she's so much smarter. She gets what she's doing. Oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Going from doom scrolling and comparing yourself to every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry on the internet to being able to have confidence. You have clarity in your message. You know who you're fucking talking to. You know your strategy. You have a strategy that suits and aligns with your soul. And on top of that, you have an energetic capacity to be confident with showing up on social media you start showing up in different fucking ways, right? And we start on the 6th of September. The sessions are um, on like Tuesdays and Fridays. There's five sessions and everything's gonna be recorded. So if you right now are finding that you're consuming more content than you create, you're doom scrolling, you struggle to identify who you're talking to. And especially if you kind of tend to get a lot more, this this will be a really good indicator if, if this is the right kind of space for you. If you get a lot more coaches, who resonate more with your content than your actual ideal client. And if your ideal client is coaches then it's a totally different story, but if you get a lot more coaches specifically who are like, babe, that was such a good post and it's not your ideal client who's saying that's such a good post, we need to work on your languaging because it's likely that you're using this fluffy language of uh, you know, embodiment and alignment and manifesting and university. They're like, um, hello, I just want to I just want to wake up and feel good about my life, right? So you might not actually be connecting to them yet. And if, and if that's happening for you that's totally fine, but we need to really make sure that we're looking at the language and we're going to be doing that in this course um if you find tend to find that you feel really icky when you post and you go oh you know you post and you kind of have that contraction in your body of like oh fuck right i'm, to- I'm so scared of who this is going to be found by oh i only want to post i want to post in a really nicey way in a nicey format that's really going to land and hit people in a nice way so that they're not going to get triggered by me or upset by me if you're doing a lot of that then we're going to talk um if you often think the thoughts of like oh who would even want to listen to me there's so many fucking coaches out there who wants to listen to me who wants to listen to my content you need to be here for this, right? Like it's it's gonna fucking blow your socks off. It's gonna be huge. Um, if you feel like you get super stuck and sad, if you lose a couple of followers, I think losing followers is a great thing um, because it's really defining your audience and who's actually coming through. If you're kind of new to the space and you're new, or you're wanting to expand into a different space, AKA you're wanting to take on a different type of clientele, then this is gonna be the space for you as well. So what's gonna be happening is you're gonna have an entire energetic and, and strategic reset on your content. This is gonna be how you show up to your content as a fucking leader, because if you're not showing up as a leader, your your audience can feel it, especially if they're intuitive. This is also gonna help you tune into a lot more creativity, feel empowered to start to find content where you didn't find it before. Big hint, anything that pisses you off about the industry, that's a content point. Anything that you know that you love with your clients around the industry, big content point. Um, Feeling confident as fuck about your message and how to get it out there, learning the language of your ideal client. It's more than that. It's more than just the language of your ideal client. It's literally how they fucking speak to themselves, right? How they actually speak to themselves. If you understand how your client speaks to themselves, the whole fucking game has changed, right? And you know, you can do a lot of work as in like, you can be NLP trained and you can do all these sorts of things to be able to help you get better at understanding how people think in general. But if you can't convert that into the things that you're putting out there into the world and the, into the offerings, it's just not gonna hit. Um, feeling magnetic as fuck and by by all means, if you're showing up as this leader, if you have content where you're, you stop the doom scrolling and you feel so much more confident in the work that you're doing, I can almost guarantee you (laughs) that you will feel fucking magnetic as fuck and you will be magnetizing as fuck as well to your ideal client. So if you're in this space and you're wanting to do all of this, then, and if you're really wanting this content reset, then the investment point is going to be 222 when I share it with my audience um, tomorrow. I'm sharing it with my audience tomorrow in my email list. I'm live launching it on Monday. But you guys, for the next 24 hours, get access to this for literally $111. Literally, 111 Literally. I cannot even believe it, right? But it feels so fucking good. And the intuitive download of coming through with this around this price point was there for a fucking reason, right? So if you're filling the pool, and I've seen already some some of you guys have already been joining it, like I've been getting little uh, notifications, then make sure that you definitely join it, right? Because this is going to be next fucking level for literally 24 hours from now. I think it's from like 12 o'clock. If you use the code masterclass, you get this for one, one, one. So it's five sessions. They're only gonna be like 45 minutes to an hour long in terms of the session um, timing as well. And it's a really fucking expansive offering. So it's a standalone offering as well. This is not something that I'm going to be offering again in the future. This also does not lead into another offering. Some of you guys are thinking, oh yeah, this is going to lead into her mastermind. It's not. It's literally just a standalone offering because this is something that I see so many people struggle with. And I know that it's time to be able to support people around it. So that is the content reset. Make sure that if you want in on this, that you join within the, ne- in the next 24 hours. I've already commented it down below. Um, you'll be hearing about me, uh, hearing from me about this as well. If you have any questions around it, feel free to stay on or to send me a DM as well. Um, and make sure that you fucking join because at the end of the day, this is a two week container to help you entirely reset your content, your strategy, how you feel about it, The way that you do it so that you can show up with confidence and clarity and who doesn't want that (laughs) i mean babe, honestly if i was in the first year or if i was in the space of wanting to kind of launch and i've been in this like hiatus of oh i feel so uncomfortable and i can't fucking do this every single thing has a replay you will get this content for life every single thing will be uploaded into our facebook group so you get this content for life so don't worry if you can't join live it's totally fine um but it will be it will be uploaded for life for you um, but yes, the content, the content reset is the biggest fucking thing. It is so amazing. And it is so exciting to be inviting you guys into this space. And if you got a lot out of this session itself, in terms of like the strategy pieces, imagine when I can share my screen and we can go through things de- in depth, <laughs> step by step, you get so much fucking out of it. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me. Or feel free to comment them on this live, but make sure you get in on this when you're within the first 24 hours as well, because that is when you're going to have it basically at 50% off. Uh, The price is eventually going to rise. Uh, From memory, it's going to rise to about $444. So make sure that you definitely get onto this quite quickly. So I'm so happy that you guys have all been here. I hope that you've taken so much out of this. Come back to it as well. There's so much in this. There's so much juicy goodness. And in the content reset, we're going into in-depth strategy pieces. You're going to have stuff that you can take home. We're going to be giving examples of different pieces so that you can feel really confident and really inspired about the work that you're doing. Hello, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I just wanted to jump on here and give you a quick reminder that if you're not following me on Instagram already, that you've got to make sure that you'd be doing that because there's so much beautiful juicy content that I'm posting all the time to be able to help you guys grow and scale your online coaching businesses. So that is Laura Grady with two Wise. And if you're interested in working with me one-to-one around business or mindset, make sure for business that you send me a beautiful DM on Instagram on Laura Grady with two Wise. And if you are interested in mindset coaching that you definitely check out the link below. For those of you who are really interested in working on your nervous systems and expanding and being able to hold more, then make sure that you keep your eyes peeled because there are a couple of options and a couple of opportunities that I am bringing to you guys at the moment so that you're able to expand like crazy. So I love you loads. Make sure to review this podcast, to rate it, to give it five stars if you loved it, to let us know what kind of podcast episodes you want to be seeing, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.